What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Bearded Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Les McDaniel, and I am so thrilled that you've decided to drop by to, well, hear a little bit of bearded wisdom. I mean, there's a beard and maybe there'll be some wisdom, but the wisdom is up to you because here's the deal. I can transplant knowledge. I can send it out into the universe, into the metaverse, the web 3.0 or whatever it's going to be called. I don't know what it's going to be called. We can send it out there into that world but only you can take that knowledge and begin to apply it and make it into something we call wisdom. You see, wisdom is all about being able to be aware of who you are, where you're at, your tendencies, the things that you struggle with, be able to pull that together so that it can impact your mess, so that it can create a healthier mess. And by mess, I'm talking about your mental, emotional, and spiritual state. You're going to hear this a lot from me because, well, less is a mess. I'm very intimate with messes, (laughs) let me just tell you. I know how to make them and I know how to clean them up. And my goal is, is to be an impact in your world so that your mess can become a healthier mental, emotional, and spiritual state as you move forward into your life, into your family, into your professional business, and into your communities so that we can begin to establish healthier, more liberated leaders because we so desperately need that. In fact, that's what this podcast is here, is to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck, and to liberate that leader within you. And we do that on this podcast, as well as on all of our social channels. You can find me at epicfusion.life on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also find me at Bearded Wisdom on TikTok and YouTube. So find me there. We're dripping wisdom all day long. You can also find me on Twitter at epicfusion.life. I'm just not as big fan of Twitter. I'm not on there very much, though it may become more and more that because I'm just intrigued and curious about this new ownership. There comes a time in life where you gotta make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. However you feel about it doesn't really bother me. Because what I know is, is that things change. There's nothing today that's the same as it was years and years ago. And we have all these cliche sayings, and it's an important one. And it falls in line with what we're talking about a little bit today. And that is that we are following someone in our world today. The question is, are you a leader of those in your world? Because we're also leading others. The question is, are you an intentional leader or are you an accidental leader? Because that accidental leader is oftentimes leading people to places that they had no idea. They're leading people to places that are not in what's best. And this, I have a story for you today that we're going we're gonna to start with. And I'm excited because I think it's going to be absolutely relevant to what we're talking about. You see, Earl Nightingale wrote this article many, many moons ago, and I'm forgetting the name of the article as we speak. The Strangest Secret. I knew that. I knew that. He wrote The Strangest Secret. And well, let's just get into it because I think it's best if, if we just let him, let his story speak for itself. Although I'll have, obviously probably a few things to say at the end of this. So here is the story from Earl Nightingale. The problem with most people is that they are playing the world's most unrewarding game. And the name of the game is follow the follower. Sound familiar from our little story the other day about the caterpillars that like to follow one another? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally follow the follower. There is a story about a small town in which there was a jewelry store And like all jewelry stores, or most jewelry stores at least, there was a big clock in their front window. Every morning for years, the jeweler had noticed a working man stop 
adjust his pocket watch at the same time as the clock in the window. He has been doing this for many years. One morning, the jeweler was out in the front, sweeping a sidewalk, and asked the man, Why do you adjust your watch to my big clock every morning? I have noticed you doing this, that for years. The man said, Well, I'm the foreman at the big plant. I want to make sure my watch is correct because I blow the quitting whistle every night at five o'clock. The jeweler looked at him strangely, rather strangely for a moment, and then he said, Well, that's funny. I've been setting that big clock in the window by that quitting whistle all these years. I, I don't know. Did you, did you hear the craziness of this story? Do you hear any possibility? I'm just, I'm just curious. Is there any possibility that the person that you may be following today is actually following you? Is actually looking to you to be the one who drives their outcomes in life? You see, I think that we can very quickly relate to this story. I think that we can very quickly look at this and begin to see that we oftentimes are nothing more than just simply following someone who is following us. We're exchanging information, but we're not really going anywhere. We're making big plans, but the plans are based upon the other person's plans, and therefore we're not really excited. It's like that question that we all know that we need to eat at night in my household. And I'm sure we'll experience this over the holidays for sure with my kids and whoever we're with. And the question will be get, will come. All right, everybody tired of turkey right now? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. Okay, well, let's go out to eat. Where do you want to go? And everybody is the blind leading the blind and nobody knows really where they want to go. And they're all looking to the other person to lead them and some, just wanting one person to take a step up and say, we're going to eat at and boom. So I'm wondering, the question I have for you today, and I really want you to think and ponder on this, are the people that I'm following going where I want to go? I'll say that again. Are the people that you are following going where you want to go in this life? I have a message for those who are out there who are really bent on and really driven by success. I mean, I do work with entrepreneurs and businessmen. Those are my primary clients. And the people that I support from the holistic perspective of helping them lead themselves, lead their families, lead their teams, lead their organizations, and ultimately to have an impact in our community and an impact with income. And so this is such an important piece of what it means for us as leaders to begin to understand what we are really here doing. I wonder, in this world where there are 8 billion of us living and breathing the same air, and knowing that today, that worldwide, only 7.2% of that 8 billion, that's 582 million roughly, people out of 8 billion. That's a lot of zeros, folks, first and foremost. That's a lot of zeros. Of all those people, are you following someone in the 7.2%? Here in the United States, there are 330 million of us, roughly, give or take. And there are 16% of us that are entrepreneurs or, or what we might consider successful business entrepreneur type people. That's 52.8 million people. Are you following a part of that 16%? And here's what's even crazier. 
is that these are just entrepreneurs. These are people who start businesses. These, these are people who, who launch into something. And we know that within five years, that 50% of those businesses are going to fail. That means that 291 million businesses will fail worldwide next year. And 26.4 million will fail in the U.S. I don't know if it's next year, but it's in general, this statistic is really just telling you that that's a lot of businesses that are going to fail based upon the entrepreneurs that start them in their lifetime. And we also know that in the 10th year, 70% of those businesses will fail. So I'm going to ask you, of those, of all those 582 million worldwide, roughly 30% of those have done something that is succeeding according to the standards of a business, where it's profitable, it's still open, it's still moving its product and its services in a way that is beneficial to our world, to them, to whatever, whatever that standard is that we can think of. And I got to tell you what's really interesting and intriguing about this idea is that of those, we're talking, <laughs> I just, I'm just continually blown away, less than 26 million people, less than 291 million people, 26 in the US, of those, and of the people that said that they were going to start a business, what we do know is that entrepreneurs are 50% more likely to report mental health conditions. of those that are leaders in our world, those that are taking a stand, and I know there are other leaders besides entrepreneurs. I do. I get it. I'm not trying to pigeonhole and saying the only leaders are entrepreneurial. But but when you look at this and you recognize that more and more people are moving into this, this business where there's freedom, they get to use their time in their own expression of how to create and make a living for this world, for their own lives, for their families. And I find that to be a thrilling idea, that the autonomy of what entrepreneurship can bring, the autonomy of what being a business owner and an executive can bring, it's powerful. But those leaders are actually 50% more likely to deal with mental and emotional challenges. 50%. What does this say to us in this really hungry day where we're following influencers left and right? Let's dive into a few nuances here of of the way that this plays out. Dr. Michael Freeman has been cited many times. He's a San Francisco-based psychiatrist and psychologist. He wrote an article called, Are Entrepreneurs Touched with Fire? And in that article, what we have found is that entrepreneurs are two times more likely to suffer from depression. They're six times more likely to suffer from ADHD. Hello, that's me. I have struggled with that. Ten times more likely to suffer from bipolar disorder. We have a lot of sayings around what it means to be at the top of your game, like it's lonely at the top. But evidently, according to these studies, it's also lonely to be at the bottom. It's lo- also lonely to be someone who's starting something. It's also lonely to be someone who is who recognizes that there are so many people that are depending upon them. I mean, my, my daughters are working with me, for goodness sakes. And the responsibility that I take on and the mental stress and strain that that can create for me can impact my emotions, my mentality, my spirituality. It can get me out of my rhythm. This is what we do when we say as leaders that we want to liberate others. We really want to begin to liberate you from that kind of thinking and empower you to be the best version of yourself, help you reach that highest level. And so it's such an important piece for you to begin to recognize that it's okay. It's absolutely okay for you to be having these emotional and mental challenges in your world. This is, this is part of your makeup. 
It's part of what gives you that drive to want to change something. Your mess is your message in this case. Your mental, emotional, and spiritual state truly do live out to be your message for your people, for your world, for your family, and ultimately, it's in service to you. Sadly, this is also what we know about this current condition of our leaders today, is that those who are launching into something, if you know someone who's an entrepreneur, just know they need a hug. (laughs) Maybe they don't. Maybe they're not the types that want to get the hugs in, but they do need support from you. Because they are the ones who oftentimes don't have the resources to get the best health care. They're on limited budgets. They're struggling to figure out how to make ends meet. They're trying to put, pour their money into this passion project, this thing that they're building, only to find that they don't have the resources to get the best health care, which means that they don't have the access to be able to ultimately get the care they need for their mental state. And that's a sad reality. And so many of these folks are dealing with an immense fear of failure. I am a mess in that regards. No matter how successful I become, when I start to hone in on that this is all about the money, when I when I hone in on this is all about that that physical reality, being able to have the nice things, I mean like this nice background behind me and this beautiful office and my nice house, my nice backyard, my nice cars, all the things that that I think I want in my life. They all feed that fear of failure within me. But more importantly, it feeds my fear of failure is built around this idea of being the one who has to step out of the line, like we talked about with the caterpillars that we talked about a couple of days ago. When you step out of line, you're not a part of the group anymore. You're no longer in that in crowd. You're now outside. You're now taking risks. You're now making your own path. You're now deciding where you want to go. You're now, and who knows, you may actually have broken that procession up free and others may be in in tow. And imagine that mental stress that comes when you break off purely just because you're trying to take care of yourself and live into your purpose, into your dreams. And all of a sudden you've got all these people following behind you. Some of us want that. Some of us strive after that. I'm not saying that that is, is, a, is a bad thing to, to want to lead people into something good, but sometimes we're just trying to do it for our own sanity. And all of a sudden we got people in tow. You see, this is where that expert that we might be in that moment or perceived expert, because what we've learned already, right, from this story is, is that those of us, that the, the jeweler was the expert of life. He had the the big clock, the the really big clock that told all the time in our world. And many of us are like, wait a second, Les, I mean, I got this thing. I bet you right now that if if I if I watch this and it clicks to 2.42, which is what time it is right now, it's going to turn exactly at the same time for you because we have all these amazing technology and blah, 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 blah. But we also know that time is already imperfect. We know that we actually lose hours. And I don't have all this. I don't know, remember what it is, but it's like every five or 10 or whatever years we lose some sort of amount of days. And there's a reason why we have leap year, all these things. Time is not perfect. But this jeweler supposedly had the big clock and therefore he had the right time. But the jeweler was thinking that the expert was that that bell that let everybody off of work during the day. And these two folks are leaning in on each other as the experts only to find out, well, There is no real expert in that moment. Folks, that's all I got for you today. It's been a good one. And I'm thrilled to be with you. And I'm uh, once again, I'm thrilled that you decide that you want to spend your time with me. I'm honored. It is a gift and I am blessed. Thank you so much. And remember, 
Less is a mess and so are you. So let's work together to create those healthy messes in our world. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send them a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.